0: Chesterbrook Academy Preschool is here to help your child move forward academically, socially, and emotionally. You'll be amazed at the progress they'll make in our classrooms. They'll be ready for kindergarten and make lots of new friends in the process. So they'll be happy, and in turn, so will you. Contact us today to schedule an open house appointment starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, January 22nd. Visit ChesterbrookAcademy.com to find a preschool near you. That's ChesterbrookAcademy.com.
1: to an exclusive on Podhub Network, your city, your podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Bird, presented by the Podhub Network. My guest today is a Blackhawk PA native who excelled in baseball. After high school, he found himself at Slippery Rock University, where he was named a 2019 All-American and became the school's third leading home run hitter. Now he is playing professionally for the Washington Wild Things. Please welcome my guest, Joe Campania. How you doing, Joe? How are we doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm all right. I'm glad we could get this interview in. Definitely. So first, let's talk about your upbringing. Uh, we grew up, I guess you could say we grew up together. We played against each other every summer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We didn't even know it. <laughs> nice. uh, so growing up in Blackhawk, what all was there to do? What, what did you guys like to do? Where'd you hang out?
0: What, what did we do in Blackhawk? We came over to Beaver. I don't, yeah. know, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about we came out hey, I wasn't that
1: there. cool I wasn't cool enough to go to the parties and hang out oh, with all the other kids
0: listen, yeah I stayed away from that too trust me don't worry yeah. about that stuff I'm not naming names I just didn't really I, I didn't really you. go around any people like that but uh but no I mean we you know what's I put, Yama we came and ate at Yama all the time yeah uh <laughs> you know I mean it was across the the bridge but we went there to Hank's I mean Honestly there's not much here. There's the Blackhawk golf course, which I'm taking full benefits of that right now coming back Absolutely. from Absolutely Hell but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but man, honestly, like we went everywhere else. I mean great area, love the area, but other than playing baseball, playing sports, you know, just going down to the to the, the Biz courts, the Blackhawk Intermediate School courts. I mean, we really didn't do much here. We we went yeah. everywhere else, Pittsburgh and everything, but
1: yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like that's just yeah. kind of like a Beaver County thing is to like, oh, you know, man. you're going all over the place. You're not just sticking at home. <laughs> Yo,
0: that's definitely it. I mean, you know what? I think I think a lot of people end up getting tired of their home and then they go away for a little bit and they're like, you know what? Beaver County is where the heart is. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I feel that but,
0: 100%. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'd like to go out you know, maybe down in Florida or something else in, yeah. in the future, you know, to maybe live and stay. But I'll tell you what, Beaver County, Beaver Falls, Blackhawk area, It's where the heart is. Definitely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So growing up, uh, other than baseball, did you play any other sports?
0: I played uh, football and basketball up until high school. And then uh, I had, a, I had an arm injury um, okay. my freshman year in high school. And, all the way up through, they advised me to stay away from basketball and football and everything else. I wanted to do other than baseball because they were like, "Look, your future's in baseball. What are you even doing?" You know, and I'm like, "I just want to have fun." <laughs> I was in high school. I I wasn't looking at it like that. I was looking at it like I want to go hit somebody on the football field. You know? Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I wanted to go <laughs> hit, hit a three pointer and then look in the you know student section and you know. <laughs> but I mean, I you know, I I wish I would have went could have went back and you know played. Didn't end up doing it though, but uh, but no, I mean, I've always been a been a fan of all the all the different sports. Oh yeah, I played I played hockey for a year too. Oh okay, but uh, I mean, I I wish I could could still do them all. <laughs> yeah, so like with that being
1: said, you said you had an arm injury, and it fo- forced you to focus on baseball.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Was that your was it like partially your choice at the time to focus on
0: baseball? Like, did you see a future in that? Yeah, I think, you know, ever since I was little, I mean, I knew baseball was my best sport. Um and I mean, yeah, I guess I guess it was, you know, partially my my decision. You know, I I turned to my parents a lot for help. You know, my dad's helped me ever since I was, you know, really little, yeah, um trying to decide what what was best, you know, for my career even back then, you know. Uh and and he influenced me now he didn't make the decisions for me you know he gave to me he was like look i think this is what you should do if you don't want to do it i can't force you but we're italian so he's like (laughs) i think you should do this you know what i mean i'm like (laughs) i'm like all right yeah I, i mean i guess you're right so so yeah i mean i i knew it was probably the right decision um you know just to just to kind of focus on baseball and you know stay away from the other things. But. Yeah,
2: but uh, hey,
1: we all have regrets, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, I don't really know. I, could, if it's I like can no just regret. see it. It's I like, can just but it's it like a highway. I, I could have, you know.
1: <laughs> I can yeah. see your face. You wish you would have played football. Hey, I played football. I could have, I, maybe not, could have gone to the league. I probably could have went and played like arena football, <laughs> but I definitely wasn't that good. But looking back, I wish I would have played all through college. Oh, um, yeah. So.
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's a fun, fun sport, year, man. Yeah, I man, <laughs> football a fun is sport.
1: <laughs> you you legally get to beat the shit out of somebody.
0: A hundred percent. There's <laughs> not. The, I mean, there's nothing better, man. <laughs> there's nothing better than that. Somebody tells you, "Hey, go take his head off." You're like, "What? <laughs> I get to do that? All right." That sounded <laughs> that sounded bad, but you know what I mean. Sport-wise, uh, we, sport wise, hey. sport, wise. Yeah. So it came like, out sounded bad. <laughs>
1: So we're gonna keep it with the hometown for now. Uh, what, what's your favorite like bar to go out to? Like, where do you like to go party nowadays? Now that you're of age, obviously. Yeah, we talked um, about growing up now, big boy, big
0: boy stuff. Are you hanging boys. out? <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. I really I don't drink that much, but I still I'll go out with everybody now. Yeah. Lately, yeah, I had a couple roommates up in my team in New Jersey this year. Who they they went out every night. So they yeah. got me into a habit of drinking a little bit, not a lot, but I'll be like, yeah, I'll have a beer, you know, but I don't know. You know, around here, Zookies, right yep. down there, you know, right, right there in uh, Brady's Run. Gotta Zookies love it. Zookies is good. I have never been to Kelly's, but I want to go to Kelly's. Everybody talks about Kelly's.
1: Kelly's in the summertime is always nice.
0: Yeah, is that good? I mean, is is it fun? I mean,
1: I think it's like Mondays they do a, a crab bucket. It might be unlimited. I'm not sure. Oh. Don't quote me on that. Cool. But Mondays, they do crab bucket in like that back patio area. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. Like you're on a beach, man.
0: It's awesome. You got to go. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I drive by there all the time because I get Brewster's and Hank's and yeah. stuff. So I love, I mean, I, I'm a big ice cream guy. Sweet tooth. But okay, I see, wait, you know,
1: wait, wait, wait. Brewster's or Hank's? You, you can only pick one. Ooh.
0: <laughs> you got to go with Hank's because they got the Mexican food too.
1: <sighs> I mean, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah, go, come on, man. Hey, no, I, I get those Oreo and uh, cookie dough. What are those like flurries or something like
1: that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Those that's like the only thing from Hank's that I think tops anything at Brewster's.
0: Oh my gosh. And you get so much. That cup is like this big.
1: It's too. huge. huge. <laughs> Every time I go, that's what I get. But no, I'm partial <laughs> to Brewster's cause like I'm from Beaver. I lived in Bridgewater. Yeah. I could just walk down there and get a cone whenever I wanted. Oh, it that's is why I'm partial.
0: Good. Oh yeah, and yeah. You know what? Their black raspberry is really good though. Their yeah. black raspberry really hits the spot. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I'm a bit look, <laughs> look, if it's chocolate or it's got sugar in it, I'm kinda like, yeah, I'll throw it this way. Maybe I'll try <laughs> But but no, so, I mean yeah, I gotta go with thanks.
1: Yeah, so you mentioned playing in Jersey. We'll talk to actually playing in Jersey, but I wanna know, you said you went out. I live in Jersey. I'm wondering okay. where'd you guys go out to? Did you go to like Hoboken where Okay. So,
0: so I played in Sussex County. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we actually, there, there was a bar and legend has it, that Babe Ruth always went to the bar. (laughs) It was called, it was called Gyps Tavern or yeah, I think it was Gyps Tavern. Really nice. There was like a little, like small little lake, like behind it, you know, and it was, it was like, it looks like a hole in the wall, just, you know, like, like, Oh, that place. And it's, (laughs) It is that place, like you know they the the food I mean, I really didn't get anything with that, but I mean just the the feel of the bar and the area yeah, was just like, yeah. it was like throwback, and it was really it was really fun. We went there a couple of nights, um we actually we made the drive to uh to fandle up there, and yeah. uh right there that's by the metlife, yeah. yeah, so we uh went there that that's the racetrack too, right, yes, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, so we went, we made that drive and hung out there a little bit. I mean, we tried to, we tried to stay away from people as much as we could because I mean we had to. Yeah. Um, but like on the days where we knew we had a, you know, a couple more days off, like like we'd go like maybe on a Sunday night or like a Monday morning, so like we had like a couple days where, you know, we could actually tell if like we actually ended up getting something. So yeah. whenever Thursday came around, whenever we would play again. If we were feeling sick, we'd be like, ah. But thank God none of us did. We're, yeah. we're all 100% healthy. But, but, yeah, man, I mean, it that was gypsum and Fandle. That's, those places hit the spot. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I love Fanduel. I went there a lot last
1: se- last football season. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. But uh, let's get back to our hometown, Blackhawk, playing high school baseball there. Did you have any uh, – interaction or close relation with uh brendan mckay
0: (laughs) yeah brendan's my boy me and brendan are me and brendan are really close oh that's uh, good um you know he's he's down there right now he's living in tampa now yeah Um, he, he bought a house him and his girl and uh they're doing well so you know i mean rewind back to january i went down and uh I, I had a workout down there with a few scouts and I ended up just calling Brandon up and saying, Hey, like, what are you doing? Like you want to work out for a few days before, you know, before this, this workout I have. And he's like, yeah, you know, whatever. So I, he told me he was going to take me to Tropicana. Still hasn't happened, but wow. I know what, a, what a guy. <laughs> be your man. own
1: boys, man. Your own boys just not. I,
0: I know. but no, <laughs> I, I was texting him yesterday and he's doing good. I mean, he's, He's bored. as all get out right now because you know he got he got that injury and he's yeah. trying to take care of it and he can't do anything. He's in a sling for a long time and it's like I know he's just itching to get back out there. That's how he is. It's, for sure. He's he's baseball or Netflix. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. I know he's bored.
1: Yeah, but, no. I mean, I'm a big fan of his. I started collecting his uh, baseball cards. Actually, okay, I started yeah. collecting a lot of guys from our area. So that's, that's pretty cool. But, um, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's it, what was it like growing up with him? Cause I mean, he kind of made a splash when he came into the MLB. Yeah. So what, what was it like? What was he like before the MLB? Is basically what I'm
0: asking. You know, the, the cool thing about Brendan is Brendan is the same guy that Brendan was in high school. Yeah. Nothing has changed. The guy doesn't say a word to anybody he, like, you know, really isn't, like, close with. And that's not him being, like, antisocial. It's just – him. he's just quiet.
2: Yeah.
0: You know? And even when I'm around him sometimes, he's just, like, he don't say a word. <laughs> but, I mean, he's the same guy. He's a nice kid. You know, he's very humble. You will never hear him say something like, wow, that guy's guy an idiot. <laughs> like, it just doesn't – like, it doesn't compute in his head that he's even, like – as good as he actually is he knows that he's confident but like he's just like there's no i don't know ego there yeah so i mean he's you know growing up with him was was cool i mean honestly i really didn't get to know him until i was a sophomore in high school okay because i mean i told you i was hurt freshman year so i really didn't i really didn't get to play with varsity at all so sophomore year i finally came up and started varsity and that's when i started to get to know brandon and then my junior year, me and him became pretty close. Me and him would, you know, ride to practice every day and everything like that. When we would play Legion ball, he would drive me to the games because I, you know, still didn't have my license or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I got to know him in high school, and then we obviously stayed in contact all throughout college, which was awesome for him. Yeah. He's <laughs> pulling spikes and everything. Um, I mean, we went out – with our girlfriends and everything. And it was just, you know, it's just – it was cool knowing him, especially whenever the draft came. Yeah. (laughs) When the draft came, I was playing summer ball in South Carolina, and I was on the field during the first round. So our coach was really strict in in South Carolina too. So what happened was I put my phone on the back of the dugout, (laughs) and I put the live stream of the draft on, and I had some guy sit – like, you know, one of my teammates sit right in front of it, you know so that the coach wouldn't see it and I, every time every time I came in from the from the field I would sprint up did he get picked yet? did he get picked yet? first three picks went I was like I was like going crazy I was in the field I was like how did he get picked I was like You're the best one in the draft <laughs> and I'm flipping out and I I came in I was playing third that day I remember sprinting into the dugout my coach probably thought I was hustling like out of my mind that day. He's like, "This kid's in." He's like, "I like this kid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but, but no, I sprinted in. As soon as I got to the to the phone, you know, and the he goes in the in the race select number or with the fourth pick, Brendan McKay. And I, I just yelled. like I was like, "Let's go, let's go!" And Brendan, I, he made me laugh though because I'm watching. I don't know if you saw the video of him, like they. No, they made the video of him and his dad when they finally realized he got selected. It was the most calm thing. You would have never thought (laughs) you would have thought like they called his number to go pick up his sandwich or to go get his thing at Chipotle. (laughs) Like, I'm serious. Oh man! Like, it was just so calm. He just stood up. Didn't even crack a smile, hugged his dad and just stood there. And I was like, that made me laugh because I know I I just know. But yeah, Dude, I was going crazy, and, I mean, I couldn't be – I could not be happier for the guy. And, I mean, he helps me out, like, with so much. He helps me out with, you know, if I have a question about, you know, maybe, like, a throwing motion, like my throwing motion. Okay, because I was having issues with, honestly, getting some velocity on the ball. Like, I was like, I can't – Brent, I can't figure out. Like, I'm working my tail off. Like, I I work out every day. I do all this stuff, and I can't figure it out. And he's like, well, why don't you, you know – try to get in your legs more, you know, and, and kind of get, get your body centered over, you know, center of gravity. And I was like, all right. And I was like, okay, that's it. But I mean, he, he helps me out with that. I mean, he helps me out with gear, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> What's yeah, really, really cool. He's a, he's a Nike guy Yeah. and I'm, I'm a big Nike guy. So he, uh, so he gets stuff from them and he'll he'll send me some gear, some batting gloves and, uh, He'll send me bats and stuff like that. He's a lefty, so no gloves, but Ah. (laughs) yeah, but no, I mean, it's, it's not about that. Honestly, it's, he's a, he's a good friend, you know, he'll check up on me from time to time and just, you know, see if I'm doing okay mentally. Yeah. Um, But no, I mean, we do, we text like lately. It's kind of just been spotty because I've been playing and everything, but we're, we're really close. So. Yeah, I bet he's jealous of you
1: right now though, because you're you're playing. He's, playing. On, he's <laughs> on the couch.
0: <laughs> I know. He you know, listen, he don't want to hear me. I said, Brendan, I can I'm gonna smack you around if we get live at Bat. <laughs> and he's like, No, I got better since high school. I was like, Brand, I'm three for five off of you, dog. Like <laughs> I'm like, dude, I see you well. He's like, I've gotten better since then. And I was like, So have I. We'll see how it goes.
2: I love it. I but, love
0: that. We we gotta make that happen. We gotta do like a showdown or something.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: I gotta I gotta do that. But
1: not. <laughs> nah. All right. So let's talk about your college career. Uh, you went to Slippery Rock. Yes. Um, I don't know. Are you familiar with uh, Justin Thomas?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Isn't he coaching
0: somewhere now? He's yeah. Coaching he's coaching at-, at
1: Bethany College. Bethany, That's my yes. alma mater. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I got to know I, him. I know I oh okay. I'm, I'm like Facebook friends with him and stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> I just like I don't really like know him well. Yeah. But but I mean we're you know like we're cool with each other on there at least so <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, it's just another connection I was trying to make. But um
2: mm-hmm.
1: what was it like playing at Slippery Rock? Obviously we we know Slippy Rock's reputation for being a party school, but let's talk about the baseball right now. Uh, yeah. what was it like playing there?
0: Playing there was it was good. I mean it was There was good competition. I mean, you cannot sell D2 baseball short in the PSAC because the PSAC is full of a bunch of guys who, A, got in trouble, B, decided that they want to go somewhere where they just want to – they want to play immediately and they want to dominate. And three, just guys that end up transferring down and then they work their tail off. Um, And obviously there's some kids where you're like, okay, those guys are – Borderline, you know, like D three guys, but the guys that play every day, they're we could we could have competed with any of the, not I don't know about like LSU, but <laughs> you know like like we could have competed with a lot of Division one schools. Um, you know, it was nice playing at at our park. I mean, I loved hitting at Slippery Rock. Um, they have no batter's eye, but the like the the sight behind the pitcher is is perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, you know we have the stadium there too and now we got turf. Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get to play on that <laughs> which I'm jealous. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what man that that is one of the nicest stadiums in the northeast right now. Yeah. I mean that's that's beautiful. So I mean it was really cool playing there. I mean you know I coach Messer is a great guy. I liked I loved playing for him. Uh Billy his son Billy Messer he's a good guy too. Um, coach, Mitch, coach Mitch has got to be one of my Coach Mitchell truths. He's the catcher's coach. Okay, now I catch, but I played short at at Slippery Rock. I play yeah. everywhere, so so I play short catcher, center field. I play wherever. Um, but I really didn't get to work with him, and I wish I would have because that man has about five thousand jokes just <laughs> stashed away in his back pocket for every single at literally any occasion, I, yeah. I go on the first base and he, every time I go on the first, he's telling the first baseman a different joke. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking at the first baseman. I'm like, you either got to be annoyed or you're loving this guy right now because yeah. he's just telling you <laughs> with jokes, but that's the kind of guy he was. And that's the kind of people we had around there. Yeah. And it was, it was a good, it was a good time, man. I mean, it was a really good time playing Mercyhurst was crazy because they always had the pitching. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and uh, I always took it as a challenge to have my, obviously my best weekends against them because I wanted to, I wanted to see that pitching. I wanted to see the best of the best, and they had them. It was it was them. I mean, we really didn't get to play Westchester. I think we did twice in my time there. Okay, and both times I think both teams scored like fifteen runs, and they were thrown. We were all thrown our aces, so it was like. It was just a fest that day for some reason. Yeah. But Mercyhurst, you have a four-game set. You got to duke it out. Unfortunately, we didn't come up out on top as much as we would like. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was cool playing against guys like that. Um, and now I'm teammates with with Durand, Dom Dorenzo Now he okay. was, he he ended up playing at Mercyhurst, Oklahoma, not Mercyhurst. Um, Nick Ward from Westchester. He's, he's on my team. I mean, it's, you, you make a lot of good, you know, a lot of good friends in the PSAC. And I think, I think Slippery Rock was just kind of meant to be for me.
2: Yeah.
0: So
1: you mentioned, you mentioned um, having your best weekends against Mercyhurst who had the best pitching. mm -hmm. Um, Is that how you think you became the third ranked third in uh, home runs at (laughs) Slippery Rock is just, you sought out the challenge and you, played up to it yeah I mean
0: ever since so my freshman year was well, I, I throw it away but I learned from it yeah. I mean I, I, I learned everything from it it was a rough year you know I went into it with the wrong mindset you know I saw I saw grown men hitting balls 450 feet <laughs> yeah and I was like I gotta do that now like <laughs> right now in batting practice (laughs) so like i got into bad habits you know i i tried to you know i started pulling my head i just started trying to take everything deep and it just it really screwed with me and then whenever i tried to get back into it i didn't know how to get back into just my you know regular mindset so it was it was it was rough there my freshman year but you know i always took it as ever since i was in high school i took it as a before that ever since I was little I took it as a challenge whenever you're playing against anybody really but especially when you're playing against guys that you know are are up there you know they're good they're really good players um you know you gotta step your game up and if you don't step your game up to me you're being you're being a sissy like you're being like (laughs) you know you're you're conforming to them like you're like oh you know know, yeah you guys are good I do not like me personally I do not like saying pitchers are good because if I think a pitcher is good, I'm going to go up there with that mindset like he's good. Now, subconsciously, I have less of a chance of getting a hit. Yeah. I have to go up there. If I'm facing Jacob DeGrom, I got to go say, "This." I, I mean, yeah, he's good, but I'm better than this dude. I can yeah. smack him around all day nine times out of ten. And that's the that's the approach I take. Now, so it's
1: more more of a mental
0: game for you. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, do you know, do you know Vince Duffy? You know that name? Do you know Zach so, Duffy? Zach Duffy probably sounds familiar. Zach our, Duffy sounds familiar. Yeah. He, he ended up going to Beer Falls, but that's, that's, that's my boy. But Vince Duffy's his brother and okay. he started a, a company called Edge 90 and now he changed it to Meta New. It's, uh, it's, it's about mental well being, you know, and it's like a lot of sports psychology. It's just like, It's a broad, broadened thing. You know, he teamed up with Michael McHenry of the Pirates and Alex Presley. Um, So they're, they're all combined and they're, they're working together. Um, And it's this this big company who, and um, let me figure out how to put this. They give you forms and then they talk to you. So you fill out these forms and you know, it's, there's like general questions, like how are you feeling? What's your mood? All this stuff. And then they start digging into you, you specifically. So like me, it was baseball. So he'd be like, you know, you know, how did your weekend go? And then he'd analyze even just that, you know, and they, they, you know, almost read your body language or read, you know, what you're saying just through, you know, what you put down. And then he'd call me and he'd be like, dude, you know, like your morale is actually down. And meanwhile, I would think I was like, good. He's yeah. like, your morale is actually down, you know, maybe try doing this, this, and this. You know all mental stuff. Maybe try doing this, this, and this. You know, breathing techniques, stuff like that, and see if it helps you. I'm like, all right, I'll try. And I started that my my junior year into my, and now I still do it. And yeah, man, it's mental.
2: Yeah, this game that's, is that's so, really
0: awesome because like you don't hear
1: you don't hear players talk about their the mental preparation for a game. It's usually oh, yeah. like. like it's usually just like the throwaway like, Oh yeah, I'm mentally prepared.
0: But like to hear yeah. that No you know, that a lot of that, people listen, don't like to talk about that. Listen, this this year there was there was actually even back to last year, there was times where I'd step in the cage before the game and I'd take one swing and I'd say, I'm good. Really? Because I get in there, I did all my mental stuff first. And if my mental is right, I feel like I can play. So I got in there and if I feel loose and if I'm right on, if I get in there and smack it right up, right up into that left corner, like I like, I'd say I'm good. Wow. Now that's me, not uh, other guys. And I'm not, there's nothing against that. They got to get off the tee. They got to do all their other stuff. And that's, that's good. Now I like taking bad effects for the games. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like doing, you know, you got to get through a routine and everything. But part of that routine, I mean, what is a routine? It's a checklist to get your body and your mind and everything squared away so that you feel comfortable. Absolutely. You feel comfortable going into the game. And What is being comfortable? It's on your head. So Absolutely. if I if I feel good and I'm comfortable with what I have that day, I might not even take batting practice. I'm just going to say I'm good. Wow. There's That's been awesome. a couple of times where I've just done that. I've just said, I'm I'm good. And I just go out there and I play. And I have some of the best days that I've ever had because now I'm not worrying about my swing. I'm not worrying about anything else.
1: Yeah, you're not overthinking anything.
0: No, my mental is just ready. <laughs> I just I got to put the bat on the ball. I got to hit it hard. That's awesome. and I mean, that's, that's the way I go about it. Now, like I said, everybody's different. Yeah. If I try to tell that to a 12-year-old, they are not going to have any clue <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> because they, they already don't think about it. You know what I mean? They're, they're already just like, I'm just hitting the ball, you know? Yeah. This, but like, once you get up to like a higher level like this, it's all, at this point, you should know how to play the game. Yeah. You can always learn more, you can always pick up things. It's not what I'm saying. But you should know the basics and how to play your game. When you're going into that game, you are not trying to fix something. Yeah. <laughs> you are going in there competing with what you have. Yeah. Now you can work on things. Like I want to get deeper in account. Okay. You can work. That's where you work on it. You work on it in the game. But if you're questioning your swing path and, you know, all this launch angle stuff and everything like that during the game, you're going to, you're going to, I'm not going to say you're going to struggle, but you're not going to do as well as you could. If you would just go in there with the right mindset and just relax and go play. Wow. But, that, well, see, I was
2: awesome.
1: I was going to ask you how did you become an all American in 2019, but I think that pretty much sums it up.
0: <laughs> you know, it 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 was it was a grind. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I told you that I didn't spend nights at 12 o'clock in the morning or at night. I mean, 12 o'clock at night hitting in the cage. Yeah. Um, so, I'd be lying. I'd be lying if I told you that I did that every day. Because I didn't do that every day. I yeah. did it when I felt it was necessary, and there was a lot of those days. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, it—the mental part takes about ninety percent of it. Because if you look at the growth from freshman year to senior year, just in those four years, I mean, my mental—you can ask, you can ask my teammates. It was like, you know, I was a freshman and everything. I was pounding, you know. I can't, I got out. I caved up dang it, you know, like, uh, you know, you throw your helmet or something, you know, something stupid. And then senior year, it's like, ah, uh, next one, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like, look, you know, just maturing mentally. You know, I think that that and just, you know, put all the hard work finally starts to you know come together and you start learning and understanding things.
2: Yeah.
1: It all comes together. No, I think like, I'm thinking about it now, like the famous Yogi Berra quote, doesn't he say it's like 99
0: 98% 90% mental the other half yeah the other half uh, yeah
1: yeah the other half is physical the other half yeah that's that's exactly how you play the game and that's pretty awesome yeah I mean it's
0: he's not he's he wasn't lying I mean and he was (laughs) he wasn't really a big guy was he no Barrow wasn't that big I mean I can relate to him with that I mean maybe somebody, maybe a bigger guy can say, Oh, it's physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Aaron judge, Aaron judge can get away with a pop-up cause it might go out. Yeah, you exactly. Know, us little guys, I'm not necessarily little, but the guys that aren't six, four, <laughs> yeah. you know, you might not get away with that. So you have to make up for it in other areas. And I think making it up in your mental is definitely the place where you need to do
2: it. Yeah.
0: So let's, uh,
1: let's talk about the time between graduating from Slippy Rock and being signed by the Wild things, what what went into all of that? That's what, like a two year span or so, a year and a half span. Just just one year,
0: yeah. About yeah, about a year and a half, I guess. Yeah. Um. Boy, it was a it was an interesting and you know, a rough rough year year and a half. Um. So after school, I might have to plug in soon. Okay. For my charger, <laughs> but uh. So after school, you know, I, I got invited to the Pirates free draft workout. Um, that was at the Wild Things Stadium. Yeah. I went there, great day. Um, hit a home run in live at bats off the best pitcher there. I was doing, I, I, I did well in the field. I did everything. I did everything I was supposed to do. And I was like, the, you know, scouts came up to me. They're like, Do you know, the president of the, of what's it called of the pirates. Cause he, he told us to scout you when I was like the president, and they was like, they were like, yeah, I forget what his name is now. And I was like, no, like there's no relation there. You know, nothing. They were like, well, just keep an eye out because that's what, you know, we were told. Yeah, we, he, he likes but, you. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, Geez, I walked out of there like, I'm getting drafted by the Pirates. That's going to be cool. I'm going to be the hometown kid getting drafted. It's going to be awesome. You know, something like I always dreamed about. Well, <laughs> I knew I wasn't going in the first two rounds because especially you come coming from D2. You're coming from D2, it's not going to happen. Or the first two days, I mean, first two days. Yeah. So, that's one through ten rounds. So, I was like, all right, third day, let's buckle up. Um, sat there until the 36th round, I think, did not get any phone calls, didn't see my name go off the board, nothing. And I went, all right, I said, I'm leaving. So I left my house, got my bucket of balls, went to the field, Yeah. started, started hitting in the cage. But at that point, I already committed, if I didn't get drafted to go up to Michigan, okay in the uspbo it's a general it's a pretty new league i think it's five years old this year now or six five or six um something like that it's new um so i went up there started out okay i was in i was in the 200s ended up having a, a big game which pushed me over to like 300 batting average and i had a couple home runs and stuff like that so like i was like all right i'm sitting good now like we can we can just mentally just relax you know because i was pressing i was pressing hard because i was like i'm gonna get picked up right out of here and i'm getting it now let's get out of here so like i just kept pressing and pressing and pressing and i ended up pushing my average down to like i think it was like 171 or something like that oh wow but here's this that was only four games of play i went over all i had was 40 at bats. wow so, there's a short leash up there, I guess. So, I had four bad games, and they said, you're gone. And I said, Damn. what are you going to do? It hurt me. It definitely hurt me <laughs> because I was like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I don't even belong here. They never let me go. I was like, you know, I mean, and you go through it in your mind then. You're like, what's wrong? Like, what, what's wrong with me? What am I doing? Am I – why like I never questioned if I actually had the talent or the ability to do it it was more or less like what, like like what do I need to do yeah to, to get these these people's attention and to you know to go forward because it seems like you know like my teammates and everybody they always think that I'm that I'm good like you know I can I'm I'm a great ball player and then I go and it seems like the scouts and people like that never think they never see that they never think that so, you know, I, I go, I'm racking my brains, right? Racking my brains. And I come home, I'm at the cage one day and a friend shows up and uh, he, uh, he refers me to a, a guy named Jim Devine. Um, he used to be a Yankee scout, Cardinal scout, Giants scout, everything, okay? And they are like, why don't you go to him? he, he gives lessons out in, out in Warren, Ohio. And I was like, all right. I was like, I'll give him a call, might as well. So i called him up he's like hey i'm i'm joking pan he goes i know who you are and i was like i was like all right i was like you mind like just sitting down and talking real quick yep so so i went like a week later and he had all this stuff for me he had he had all the reports and everything like that and he goes he goes joe honestly he goes what I do is I specialize in players that fall through the cracks. He goes, and you fell through the cracks. (laughs) He was like, so he was like, he was like, well, it wasn't your hitting. He was like, it wasn't your fielding. He was like, your arm's not a plus plus, but it's, there's no, it's not a minus. He was like, so you're right on average, right on par with it. He's like, your speed could definitely be better. Cause at this point, I think I was like 205 pounds, something like that. Okay. And I lost a lot of weight from my freshman year and everything, but I was still, I was still overweight. And he was like, your speed could be better. He was like, you're not slow. You're not fast. You're average. He was like, but coming from a D2 school in a small school, they want guys with tools, guys that they think that they need to develop. Meanwhile, a lot of these guys in D two, you don't need to develop. You just need to let them play because they are good. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about even just like other guys. Yeah. I'm not just like, I'm not just talking about me. And, uh, I was like, okay, so like, what do we need to do? So we got to work, me and him got to work. You know, we, he explained to me a bunch of new things with hitting, you know, a bunch of new things, uh, with like arm slots and everything like that worked on the speed. And, uh, I ended up myself, I ended up losing 25 pounds. So I lost 25 pounds and you know, I, I, I passed the eye test now, you know, I'm, I'm running a little Faster, you know, moving quicker, especially with the weight down. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I worked my tail off, and I mean, he knows a bunch of people, so he called, he called a couple Indians, like he called an Indian scout, and he called um, a couple scouts down in in Florida, and there was this workout, it was like a like a minor league workout, so he sent me to that, um, he paid for it, paid for everything for me, which is oh, really wow. really awesome. cool. Um cue me and Brendan working out before the workout, yeah. um, but went down there, showed out, but a really good, did a really good thing. Um, and nothing came from it with affiliated ball. And I was like, okay, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You just got to keep pressing. And at this point he worked with me on my mental approach to that too. He's like, look, he's like, what's the difference between you and Evan Longoria? I was like, He's in the league, and I'm not. He was like, that's it. He's like, that dude went from not playing baseball to playing two years and going in the first round, and then he's 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 in the league a year later. He's like, there's nothing. There's no difference. He's like, the only difference is that he got lucky and you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then, obviously, you know, he's a great ball player. I'm not saying anything about Evan Longoria. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you know, like he – He got put in the position to succeed and he took advantage of it and he did well, he's like, Joe, all you need is a, is a chance to succeed. All you need is that opportunity to succeed. He's like, and if you don't take advantage of it, another opportunity will come if you keep pressing. So I was like, all right, let's do it. So I'm literally sitting in my room and, and one of the, the coaches from Sussex County, they called me and he lives down in Florida and he's like, Hey, why don't you come work out? I went, worked out with them. Uh, I spent a month and a half down there in Florida, in Fort Myers, playing Makia Tigers of the KBO. Okay. Um, I played against them. I had a blast. Those guys are, those guys are legit. They're good.
2: Yeah,
1: I've watched but a couple uh, other games. Whenever uh, all of oh, our yeah. sports got canceled, I started watching KBSBN.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <were> on ESPN. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean that. That you know, that stereotype of like you know the like the Asian ball players like you know holding their leg up in the air and you know having these like running swings. Oh, it's real. Like that's yeah, that's real. They they do that stuff, but I mean they're just so good at it, obviously because that's what they do. Yeah. But um, but no, I, I went down there and I did really well against those guys. And those guys they like that's equivalent to like Triple Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that helped
0: me with my confidence and everything, too. Like, man, I can hang in with, with all these guys. If I had any doubt, that was it was gone. Because I was like, I can hang in with these guys? Man, like, what am I worried about? All I need is that opportunity. Yeah. So, COVID came. Sent me home. Messed,
1: messed everybody up.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. COVID came. Sent me home. Still no contract. I was hanging out around here for – what two months, something like that? Um, and Tony Buchelli, the Wild Things called, and he said, "Hey, we're getting a four team league together. We want you to be on the Steel City Slam and Sammys." Um, he was like, "It's going to be you. It's going to be your cousin Samson. It's going to be, you know." And he he rattled off all the names. He was like, "Are you in?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and he was like, "All right, cool. Uh, like let's get to work." So went uh, had a, had a good year, you know, hit over three hundred, was I think second in the league in bombs, and that's pretty much all it took for Tony to be like, hey, we want you back for next year. Yeah, you know, like you know, he gave me a call and was like, hey, like you know, this is this is the plan. This is what we want you to do for next year. They're like, we want you, we want you to sign they were like we have a priority list and we want you to we want you to come i was like all right now i said all right and i didn't say i'm signing because i had um other opportunities like in sussex i knew i was going up there to finish off the year and i knew from previous that with the kbo and everything they saw me and they're like we li- we like you we might want to sign you so i went up there and i was like look I was like, I was like, Tony, I appreciate everything. You know, I love the wild things. <laughs> I was like, you guys did the best job that I could even ask for with this whole COVID thing. Yeah. Seriously. And, uh, and he was like, Oh no, like I respect it. Like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So I didn't even go up there yet to Sussex and I went, I called Tony and I said, "Tony, I'm gonna sign with you <laughs> yeah. because I'm telling. Like I, I really I appreciated everything and it was it was awesome. Honestly, how they handled it, and uh, so that's pretty much how that happened. So now I went up worry-free to Sussex, played my game, did what I had to do, came back, uh, met up with my manager from the Slam and Sammys, uh, T.J. Zerowitz. Um, he bounces around from independent leagues and he's a great coach great manager um and we entered a home run derby with uh oh, yeah. mick fennel you know the name fennel no i've never heard that name yeah mick, mick fennel um he's from i think he's from newcastle went to cal u mm-hmm. so got drafted by the cardinals um, and gotcha. he played there for a couple years and now he owns a uh, like a facility and like you know fennel brothers baseball with you know with his brother Okay. And they were like, we're going to do a home run derby. Like, you know, we're, so they had all the age groups, they had like eight to 10, and, you know, like younger kids and everything. And then they had the adult group. So my manager calls me. He's like, he sends me the picture first and he calls me. He's like, did you see that? I was like, yeah, what is it? He was like, he was like, we're doing it. I was like, all right. I was like, I was like thanks for calling me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I, I went out there with him and, and, uh, Made it to the championship round against one of the Fennel brothers, and he beat me. <laughs> I, I, I was like, "Come on, man! <laughs> like, like I wanted to win some money. You want money if you win? <laughs> yeah, yeah." <laughs> but no, uh, he, he beat me with the walk-off homer with nine outs. We did the Aww, traditional man. style. But no, I mean that that was really cool. But I have to give a lot of credit to uh, TJ too, my manager. Yeah. Because he, I hooked up with him somehow before the slam and Sammy season. And I honestly forget how it happened. Whether it was just the will of God or whatever it was, I was, I met him. I think it was the will of God. I met him and we hit like two or three times before we even had a clue that this was going to happen. Like this whole, the season. Yeah. And uh, he liked my swing. He liked, you know, we, we threw and everything. And he was just, he really liked what he saw. So whenever it came down time to, to pick teams, I guess him and Tony got together and TJ was like, look, like, I think Joe needs to play. I, I know he can. And I talked to Tony, um, not like when I came back from the USPVL about maybe coming and playing for them. And, you know, I I've stayed in contact with Tony. Um, and Tony was like, all right, yeah, like, like I know he is. Like I know he's a good, ball- or I know he's a ball player. Like let's let's bring him on. So I don't know exactly what was said, but all I know is Tony called me, and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the rest is, is history. Now, now playing you're there, playing bro. for the
1: Wild Things.
0: Now I'm playing for the Wild Things next year. So
1: let's let's, let's talk about that a little more. I want to go and talk about um, the four team league. It basically seems like they just were like, hey, let's. Uh, Make this league, where Mm -hmm. we can just scout a bunch of guys. Is that what it basically was? Is they just had their own scouting season? I mean,
0: it. So, (laughs) I mean, independent league teams are always looking for guys. Yeah, I mean, because you all, you, you, they look for the guys that are going to help them win. Yeah. Um, and pretty much, I mean, so the Slam and Sammys and the Wild Things. We were under the umbrella of the Wild Things. Okay. And the other two teams were Black Sox Baseball. And what they are, they're like, so they travel around, and they're a bunch of free agents. and Or, okay. or guys who are signed, but they want to come get working. Um, but we made it official that, like, these two teams are going to be, like, two official teams in the league. So they had, like, set teams, and they came in with, with their best that they had. So like they called everybody. They called guys from Triple A. I mean, they had Brandon Phillips. Did you see that? That's, yeah, I was gonna. I they was gonna ask Brandon, you about they that. They had Brandon we'll, Phillips playing. Let's for talk
1: them. about that real quick. What yeah. would, like did you did you get to play against him first off? I assume. Oh you yeah. Did. Oh yeah.
0: Talked to him a bunch. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's well,
1: a, what's he like? Because I know like Pittsburgh hated him for a while when he played for the Reds, but
0: <laughs> that's because he played for the Reds. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> Brandon is the man. Like, if there is. You know, that dude BP, isn't that his yeah. name on yeah? He is that dude. Like that's like that's his thing. Like he is the man. If that's how I could explain him, he's the man. He's just like he has this sense and this like aura about him that it's like you just know Brandon Phillips is there. Yeah. Like he has that sense, like you know he's a big leaguer just by the way he does stuff. He just like everything. Like, I can't even, like, I wish like you could have seen it through my eyes, some of the things that he did that you're just like, that's big league. Like, that's yeah. just something little, something little, just him walking up to the plate before his at bat. You know, he'd go and he'd tap the umpire and the catcher on the, on the chin pads and he'd, you know, how are we doing today? You know, and he'd just be kicking the dirt around. Well, no dirt because it's turf. So the rubber around <laughs> and just like little stuff like that. You're like, that guy's a pro. And then, and then he plays, and then he plays, and it's like the smoothest thing you've ever seen. In the field, he makes those plays that, like, they're supposed to look hard, and yeah. they're just, like, the smoothest. The list, but... That's crazy, because he's an <laughs> it, older guy. He's, like, is he 40? Yeah, he's around he 40, yeah. I think he's, what, 41, he's, 42?
1: He's still making plays like that. He's still doing
2: it, man. You, <laughs> wouldn't, you
0: wouldn't know he's 40. Yeah. I, if you went and talked to him, or even just looked at him, you'd be like, dude, where are you? Like, you can tell he's like 30-something. Yeah. I'd probably, like, if I just had to look at him and guess, I'd say he's like 33, maybe 32, 33. Because wow. he stays in great shape. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't look like like he's struggling running down the base path at all. Like, he's he was the man. And he he big-leagued everything but the players. And that was what yeah. – I loved that about him. He never. There was not one time where. Here okay, you there. Wait a second, my phone. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> here, can you see me like that? Yeah. Yeah. We're good. All right. Cool. We'll do. We'll do it this way. Um. But there was not one time where he big leagued a player where he was like, "I'm holier than thou." You know, I'm Brandon Phillips. I made over a hundred million dollars playing baseball. <laughs> there was not. There was not one time like that, and that's what. I think we all really respected about him. Yeah. Because he was just like a class act the whole time. And that was there was something to play next to a guy like like him, gold yeah. gloves and all star and <laughs> I mean, man. It was it was really cool. And that was eye opening too, because you're like, I'm on the same field as this guy. Yeah, right. I mean that's a confidence booster for all of us, not just me, for all of us. We were all like, like this is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but but yeah, man, great guy. His brother actually managed that team that he was on. Okay. PJ. PJ's a great guy too. Um, talked to Brandon a little bit. Um, I was playing first one time, and he was on first because he hit, he hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, had just a few little short conversations, and he's just a good dude. Really awesome.
1: cool. That's yeah. awesome, man. Um, so now that you're on the wild things, I have a question. How many Wild Things games had you been to before you got picked up? Because we all know who the Washington Wild Things are. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people in Western Pennsylvania have actually gone to a Wild Things game.
0: I, you know what? I think you're right. But, <laughs> but I mean, that's true. Like, you're like, oh, the Washington Wild Things, yeah, yeah. But, like, have you ever gone? Haven't had the chance, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it, I went when I was young. And then I went a couple times, like I think through high school. Not that not that much because I was what I was playing. Yeah. But I probably went to a handful or two of games, you know, growing up and everything. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mess. I didn't even understand what the wild things were until I was like in college. Same. Like I, I thought it was just like <laughs> I thought it was a minor league team because yeah. everybody said, "Oh, it's minor league baseball." I was like, "Oh, like yeah, like who I used do to think." To? Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. I used to think they were, like, affiliated with the yeah, they,
0: they were like, oh, they don't belong to anybody. They're just, like –
1: They're independent.
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, but they're still in minor league. Like, I didn't understand. It.
1: So, uh-huh. for me, in that aspect, I didn't understand independent until I mm-hmm. watched um, – what was it called? It was, it was a documentary on Netflix mm-hmm. about a team in Portland. It was owned by, like, Kurt Russell's dad. Uh-huh. And they were, like, the first independent baseball team yeah like i didn't understand the concept until yeah I no, watched then that you're documentary. Like, oh,
0: like it hits you you're like that's what it means like, oh okay. that's what the wild things are okay yeah my whole <laughs> life <laughs> i went thinking something else no right? i mean that's that's dude i'm right there with you on that i had no clue no clue yeah so but, um
1: another thing with uh the wild things before you were a player for them um did you did you get a chance to go to that game where Pat McAfee played right field?
0: <laughs> no, I was actually I was in Michigan.
1: Oh, uh, that's when you were that playing that was Michigan. last
0: year, right? That
1: was two or, or was three, it two years ago? Two or maybe three years ago.
0: I know I was playing still whenever that happened because I yeah. remember seeing it and I was like, "That's sick." I was yeah. like, "That's <laughs> really cool. like that." Pat was there. Nah, man. I mean that that'd be really cool to like meet Pat too. Yeah. That's the dude, man. I watch his stuff all the time and everything. It's he's funny.
1: Yeah, he's awesome. You gotta get him to come back and play right field again.
0: I I mean, I'll try. <laughs> That's if he looks at my comments. I don't know. Like I'll yeah. I'll mark <laughs> on him. He'll probably see the wild things ones before he sees me, like from the official page. Yeah. I he probably will. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Do another not? documentary. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'd watch that. That'd be awesome.
1: All right. Um, before we get out of here, uh, what, what do you see your future in baseball being? Uh, do you see yourself just playing it out in Washington, having a good time? A car went by. What'd you say? <laughs> uh, uh, do you see your, your future in baseball? Do you see yourself just sticking it out in Washington, having a good time, staying around home? Are you still trying to go to the next level?
0: I'm always trying to go to the next level. I mean, that's, that's been my dream. I'm, I'm going to keep chasing it until somebody rips my jersey off and, you know, locks me in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, I'm, I'm always looking to get to the next place. You know, they say – there's a saying in independent baseball, you get here to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And that's – it's true. But that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy your time there and that these organizations aren't legit and that these organizations aren't great filled with great people, great management, and they don't do it professionally because they do. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm going to definitely enjoy my time in Washington. If I have to spend a couple years there, if they still want me there, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always looking to make it to the next level. I mean, I'm not, I'm trying, I'm not trying to settle until I make it to the top. Um, you know, I, There's Chris Colabello. I think that's who it is. He, uh, I think he was like 28 when he finally got taken out of independent ball. And then he was an all-star and he was there for, he was in the league for a few years, quite a few years. I mean, I'm only 23. Yeah. I mean, I got, to me, to my eyes, I got time. You know, and all it takes is that one time where they're like, hey, we need a, a guy to come catch because. Our catchers both went down. Who do you guys have? Oh, we have Joe Campagna. Or, hey, we need a third baseman. Oh, we have, we have him. He's hitting like 300 right now. They're so like, send him up. And now I'm with, you know, whoever. It may be the Blue Jays or whatever. And then, I mean, that's – now I'm in their system. Hopefully, yeah. I work my way up. If not, at least I can say, hey, I was in the – you know who have your system yeah. Now, i don't want to settle for that yeah. at all <laughs> at all not gonna like you know but yeah it would be it'll be cool but obviously but but no not gonna stop not gonna give up until i'm until i'm there well with but, that said
1: i'm looking yeah. forward to following your career and you. i want to thank you for coming on the show man it's been it's been fun
0: yeah no, dude thank you for having me i've had a blast this is awesome
1: yeah, it's no awesome. problem, man. Just trying to tell our stories, man. I know we got a lot of athletes and people who love sports in Western Pennsylvania. Just got to get the word out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey,
0: told you in the beginning, man. I love Beaver County.
2: Yeah, I, everybody loves Beaver County. Much people say, I need
0: to get the <laughs> heck out of here. Listen, it's where the heart is. It's exactly. where the heart is. I don't know what is happening to me. All I know is that it is happening. Tonight on The CW. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? It's the incredible new series from Ava DuVernay. You have power I have never felt before. This is real, whether you believe it or not. I just want to be normal. You're not normal. You, Naomi McDuffie, are exceptional.
2: Naomi, the can't-miss series premiere tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW.